TNT Talk. Welcome back, everybody, to the TNT Talk podcast. Tracy and Tamish here, TNT, and we're ready to talk about the latest installment of Fear the Walking Dead. Hopefully, you know us a little bit by now, but I'm Tracy. And I'm Tamish. <laughs> and everything about our podcast, we try to keep it explosive, thus the TNT. So our format is that we ask each other three questions that we don't know about ahead of time. And then we also, we also respond to our own questions. So it's, it's always fun to see if we uh, actually agree or not. So if you have been listening, you know that oftentimes we don't. So that, that in itself keeps it pretty lively. But, uh, but we are, we're just saying how we feel. So, you know, different strokes for different folks. That's right, Tracy, and it's okay because it's our okay that matter on TV. <laughs> so before we get into our questions, um, just a couple of updates. We are moving the podcast feed over to so many shows. So, <gasps> dun dun dun! Woo! <laughs> so we uh, we it was we were grateful to have a home at Talk Colony for a while, but um, now we uh, are able to be on the So Many Shows podcast feed. So on iTunes, just look up So Many Shows. Be sure to subscribe, give it a rating, and you're going to find all kinds of um, podcasts, interviews, discussion over there on that podcast feed. It's, it's um, a bigger umbrella. So Talk Colony, um, I co-host that with um, Jay. It's a lot of fun, but that's, it's really meant more just for that one series. So, but over at so many shows, we'll cover a lot of different television programs. So you get a lot of different content, um, a lot of different podcasts over there. Um, so that's where you will find us. So come on over. Come, come on us. over. Yes. So, um, yep. And you can go to the website, so many shows.com, Facebook, so many shows, and on Twitter, at so underscore many underscore shows. So there are lots of places to, to, to find so many shows. And so, yeah, it might be, you might pick up some other shows and podcasts over there that you like as well. So the more the merrier. So that's our update. And we're also going to, oh, on there, we're going to post a little update about our fan art giveaway. We, uh, I think we need to drum up a little more participation before we... Just yeah, before bit. we you finalize that, you still have time. So just keep your eyes peeled. Follow um, so many shows on Facebook, and keep an eye out for some more information about the fan art giveaway. So, any other news that you need to share, Tamish? Only that I am a part of one of the best podcasts on air, TNT. <laughs> I think that is really great to share. So yeah, her her self her self esteem is intact. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that positive energy. Yes. yes. It, you, you've got to believe in yourself. So let's do it. Now, not a news item, but a new segment. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we are just full of surprises tonight. Oh, my. Um, now, a lot of folks um, on radio shows, podcasts, whatever, discussion groups, they have a time for feedback. But since we're kind of corny and we like, um, you know, keeping things in our little explosion theme, we're going to have a segment called Blowback. And that's where uh, we're going to talk about what you might normally call feedback from listeners. Do you think that's a good name, Tamish? Does that work for you? For work wonderful for us. It's new. It's unique. 
and you don't ever know what's going to be coming. That's right. So please be sure to answer some of these questions that we throw out on the podcast and share your thoughts and ask your own questions. And you just may be a part of the TNT Talk blowback segment. Um, so that's how it can be even better. All Tracy, right. how do they submit questions? You can email Tracy at so many shows.com and yeah, I don't I don't hold anything back from to me. She'll get the information too. I was just gonna say I promise yeah. I will get the information, you mm-hmm. guys. But Twitter, um you can um tweet me at Scrappin' Fan, S C R A P P N F A N and you can tweet to me at T A M E C H E underscore B is in boy. All right. So hit us up on Twitter or that email and we'll get your that is thoughts. On Twitter. That is on Twitter. So if you hit me yeah. up on Twitter, you will mm-hmm. get a response. There you go. We should get to that, right? I think that would be a great idea. Man. So this information really applies more to last week's discussion and, and you know questions that we raised in the podcast. And we got some great feedback, blowback rather, from Melissa. So, Tamish, why don't you Hi, start us off? Hi, Melissa. <laughs> Thank you again for your questions. And your yeah. answers. And your- she, she, she solves things for us sometimes. Yes. Okay, so I'm, go- I'm reading the whole question. Um, I'm yeah, just giving yeah. it over. Yeah, okay. just, just sharing what she had to say about a particular subject. Okay. I think you're, you're talking about Troy, I think. I am. I am. Melissa uh, gave us, again, some blowback here on the TNT, and she shared with us that she thought that there was a bond between Troy and Madison. Um, She thought that it was stronger on Troy's part and that Troy was hoping for Madison to be a substitute mother for him. Um, Melissa was thinking that Uh, He might be very motivated to come back with some revenge, and she believes that we have not seen the last of him. She's also hoping that Madison uh, saw something redeeming in him and wasn't just telling him things to get him to do what she wanted, and that if we see him again, that if we, the fans, see him again, it won't be for him showing up to kill everybody. Okay. So... And she's All hoping, right. she's all, Melissa's also hoping that Madison won't regret letting him go. Okay. Okay. Very good. All right. Now we're going to give a little spoiler alert because we're going to talk just briefly. We're going to mention the preview for yes. next week. So, so let's add it again, Tracy. For um, next week that we will see Troy again. So, um and it looks like he's coming back with a vengeance. So. Uh, yeah, he's got some. So the wheels are turning there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I still think those are. I still think those are great thoughts that apply to his character, what he's thinking, what's you know their motivations. But as far as will he come back or not, it looks like at least we will see him in the season, whether they connect or not. We had, yeah. we had asked, do we think he'll resurface in this season? So, all right. One more um, thing we wanted to share from Melissa. I found this very interesting because I think I maybe I've struggled with this too, but didn't even realize it. She says, more and more, I'm thinking the title of this series is wrong. Fear the Walking Dead, but I feel much more fear in the main show 
than in this one. This series seems more about how it affects families and how deeply dysfunctional relationships are affected by having the world turned upside down. I've never been good at coming up with names or titles, but I think this one doesn't fit. Can you think of a better one? So I, I think that raises um, some good points because we've struggled a little bit with, you know, oh, they're supposed to be all afraid of the zombies at first, and then it's the people that turn bad. And this is it's flipped a little. It's different. You know, there's a lot more threats from people straight up um, on this side of the country um, and down in Mexico. So, um, so I, I agree. I think she she voiced it really well. Some of those thoughts I was having or what I was struggling with because it's still a fearful situation. But but maybe you know it's not so much with the the infected. Now, of course, you can make the whole argument that The Walking Dead is that the people or the zombies because you know we've seen that whole discussion <laughs> in the original series but but just saying we don't go with the fear of the walking dead name um got any clever names to me should put you on the spot oh no that's why you put me on the spot <laughs> <laughs> no, it had nothing to do with fear i'd probably go i'd probably go with <laughs> i'd have the brady bunch uh, theme song in there <laughs> no sorry let me I would probably have the Brady Bunch theme in there. And oh, Brady, have, yeah. Have Madison right there in the, uh, Madison in the middle. Uh, and then <laughs> on the outside, it would have her kids, then Troy and Jake. And then we would have yeah. this, uh, this lovely lady that was busy <laughs> raising two kids of her own. And then the music would get all wonky. <laughs> and then it would come back. <laughs> I think yeah, that's. But you uh, like it, didn't I you? I do like. It. I think it's awesome, yeah. actually. I so, think it, it. Yeah. My title would. My title would be the family that just wouldn't quit. Oh, I like it. And then somewhere in there, maybe I'd do a couple of hashtags. Hashtag zombies. Hashtag the world is dead. Something like that. This so, is a. This is giving me all opening up all kinds of thoughts because what she said and what you said. It kind of it, it makes me think about that it, you know if we are going to draw comparisons with the original series, they're sort of a hodgepodge group that has come together you know as a family and you know they've added people slowly, they've lost people, but there's been this kind of core unit. But in Fear of the Walking Dead, it's a lot more um, family, like for real. Family. Well. Well, there is for real family, but even within the real family and the pseudo family, and the, like the alliances keep shifting. I guess that's what I'm saying. You know, it, it, it seems uh, more, I cannot think of the word, but um, it, they're not as closely bonded immediately fighting everybody else. They're getting separated a lot. They're coming back together. And now Alicia's kind of mad at her mom and, you know, it, it just things shift around. Ophelia's changing. They're, I don't see this core family group even though there are actual family members i see it i see more diversity first of all but what am i but saying you know what's sad is that alicia alicia madison thinks that they are a family but if you yeah. ask alicia and Nick, i know like, yeah nope yeah so she yeah. really thinks there is a core because that's what she's trying to fight for and right I, and you know what? That's interesting. In in fact, I think that that's going to come back and blow up in her face. Okay. It's going to be unfortunate, but I, I, I do. I think those kids are going to take a, the kids, meaning Nick and Alicia, are going to wind up taking a stand against her. And it's either going to break her heart 
I make her stronger. But you see what I'm saying? Like with with in the original series, you got all these people from different backgrounds that yes. might not be friends and family, you know, type people in real life. But now in this, the apocalypse, zombie apocalypse, they are. Whereas in this show, you've got different kinds of people, different walks of life coming together. But they don't seem to have, they're not as the cohesive bond. of a group. Yeah, yeah, there's, so... Um, but then, but Tracy, can you expect them to be when you look at their backstory? No. Because no, if you look at the backstory of the original stories, yeah, it, it's, uh, I'm not going to call them wholesome, but in comparison to Fear the Walking yeah. Dead, they are. But right. the Fear the Walking Dead, we started out fractured because we were taken into the world of Nick when we first got here. So That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, I like that. Uh-huh. Keep keep opening cans of worms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just causing trouble. All right, so on with the show. Okay. You ready? I'm All ready. Right. Now, the big decision, who's going to go first? <laughs> if you have to ask, that means you're going first. Tracy. All right, there you go. There you have it. I'm going first. Okay. Victor had quite a few sayings clever sayings um in this episode do, do you do you remember that do you and recall? when you say victor you mean mr victor strand right victor victor strand yes Make Who's... think of a grand piano <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah like a couple that come to mind are the one about um Heavy lies the head that wears the crown. I don't know if I got it just right, but that's one. And then when uh, Madison, when he finds out that Daniel, or when, when he finds out that Ophelia is at the ranch, I think he says something like, and the darkness turns to light. Um, okay. So he just, he has a lot of sayings throughout the episode. Uh, to me, um, it was very noticeable. Like I, I kept kind of commenting on Twitter to myself that um you know he's just like i got a saying for everything tonight so my first question is did you notice that and uh if you did and found that he was having so many different sayings did it sort of water it down for you or did you find them clever i'm so biased because i like strand i like the character strand however no, I did not notice. I, it was not noticeable, the sayings, and probably because I knew them. Probably if I didn't know them or was not familiar with them, it might have been a little different. So I heard them. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that fits that situation. And I kind of was like, okay, what's next? You know, what's the next situation? So yeah. I would have to say it might have been, for me, a little watered down because... We, I like to read, and so mm -hmm. I'm familiar, and I like to watch a lot of things, and so I'm familiar with a lot of some of the sayings that he says. And if I'm not, I can pick it up in the context. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good answer. Well, as far as my own answer for that, obviously I noticed it, uh, part A, because I brought up the question. And um, yeah, I thought they were pretty clever at first, but it, it got a little... I don't want to say old for me because they, they, they did apply to the situation, but I wish they would save a little bit of that, you know, his, um, it was a little bit much. It was a little bit much for, um, 
for one episode. I don't know, but it, it was fun. I think I would have, I guess what I'm saying is I would have appreciated them more if I hadn't felt like they just, the hits keep coming kind of thing. You know, there's a saying oh, right there. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I could have seen that too. And besides, see? I enjoy listening to his accent any day. Of the oh, week. yeah. Yeah. That smooth, <laughs> like, smooth, <laughs> velvety strand voice. But did you notice how I threw a saying in there just now? The hits keep coming. Yes, I saw it. Yeah. Bump, bump. <laughs> All right, so enough of my number one question. What is your number one question for tonight? Okay, but before I get to that, do you know what one of my scenes, favorite scenes with Strand that kind of sticks out? It's kind of sad, but when he was talking to the astronaut, and it was kind of oh. one of those realizations like, oh my gosh, he really is stuck in space. Like, I never yeah. thought about that. The apocalypse yeah. happened. That Strand is a good, I, yeah, you know, and I think a lot of what, maybe what we liked so much about that is he wasn't, there was no one else in the room watching him. So he wasn't putting on any airs. He we felt like he was pretty yeah. genuine there. So, ah, oh, I like that. Yeah. That, that one definitely goes down in the history books. Okay. All right. My question has to deal with Miss Lola. Lola. What's the song, Tracy? There's a song, Lola. song with Lola. She was a showgirl. Yeah. Cobra Cabana. Uh, Barry Manilow. There you go. Boom. So, yes. Okay. So, that's that's it. Yes. Much better voice. So, um, with Miss Lola, what do you... So, it's a part A, part B. One, do you think Lola is weak um, in her leadership and how she is, uh, quote, unquote, guarding the war? And she has her uh, bodyguard... And then two, what do you think her end game is? So I'm asking, is she weak? Okay. End okay. What's end game is? Is she weak? Is Lola so weak? And what's her end game? Is, gotta... Okay. Yes. All right. Um, I don't really think of her as weak. I think of her as trying to come up with a solution that works for everybody. And you know, she had that conversation with Madison. And was it that Madison says? Um, you know, it's hard to find a leader that. A good, but it, it was a, a good leader never has a solution or something like that. Um, you gotta find that because I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was. It was either about um, that can't please you know everybody that you know or, or about trying to please everybody, but at any rate, that it was it was impossible you know, we know to please everyone, but even though she commented on that and, and seemed to grasp that concept, I still think she is trying to try to uh, please everyone. I think that's just of her nature. So I think she's a giving, caring person and wants to be, she wants it to be fair. And the truth of the matter is the, the zombie apocalypse is very unfair. So I don't really see her as weak, but I think that's going to be a weakness for her if she continues to try to seek total justice. Um, and what do you think her end game is? Oh, end game. Um, well, I mean, I think I think I think she she wants everyone to have. Hey, I think she wants to to protect and care for everyone, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think she's going to be able to do that. I think it's even harder now under these dire circumstances. But I I don't I don't think seems to say that she realizes you can't please everybody. That's what I'm saying. I think she's still in her heart is trying to take care of everyone. So I don't know what her end game will be, 
but I think that's still what she's shooting for. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, yes, I do think that Miss Lola is weak. Okay. Weak, weak, weak like, a, like a little, you know, what is that? Oh, a little branch stick that you can just go. I a twig. That. I think you're talking there about a twig. Yep. A twig. I think she can be snapped just like that. I, um, if Daniel was not quote unquote as upstanding if Daniel could be can be considered upstanding and had decided to leave, there would be no way that she could survive by herself. Um, I think that Lola has good intentions in her mind, but she's not gonna be able to hold that down. I have to agree with um, Madison about that she's already under attack. Uh, Lola's already under attack and Daniel is doing as much as he can, but I, I don't I don't foresee them being able to hold out for too much longer. Okay. Um, I think Lola's end game is going to be, uh, eventually it's going to be a tight group, knit group of people who she's going to either, if she escapes this imminent danger, it's going to only be like four or five people and they're going to go off into whatever the sunset is considered in the zombie apocalypse. Okay. And I think, it's just to keep them safe. She right now is for the people and all that because that's what she can control. But once she sees it's out of control. So you think it, she's going to eventually go from trying to care for everyone to kind of yeah. surrendering and saying, I'm going to care for this small group. And, and, that's, uh, and I have no idea who that group is going to be. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yep. Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Well, kind of on the heels of that, um, you know, in this episode, we, a couple times, Ephraim um, says to another character that he thinks they should just open the dam and let the water flow and just let nature take its course and um, let the rains come and replenishment. Well, obviously, there's a lot of um, unknowns there. Will the rain come? You know, and it's, it, to me, it sounds more like he's, I thought, is he taking more of a position of faith versus science? You know, you see that a lot of times um, in stories and Lola and some of the other people are maybe maybe theirs is more scientific you know, they're looking at the numbers and how it could actually work so I, that kind of that idea of science versus faith um, kind of came out of that for me um, in which I think there's components of both that that make things um, successful myself but so my question is what did you think did you did you think about that at all, the whole science versus faith concept? And what do you think are Ephraim's real motivations? Are, are they really just a, an act of faith that they should open the waters and see what happens? Or do you think that he has some other motivation for saying that? What was it? Was he drinking alcohol? He does always seem to have a flask with him. A yeah. flask in hand. Okay. So... I think that he uses faith when it's convenient. How about okay. that? I think okay. he uses faith when it's convenient and then when it's not. Because, and why do I say that? Because when he was talking to the individual that got shot in the stomach, I don't remember if they gave a name to him or not. And he, as Strand was in there trying to talk to him, he said, you remember what Daniel called him? He called him a snake. But then in the next five minutes, he was yes, everything. So yeah. yeah. And taking a sip of his flask, so I, I don't. I think he uses faith as as a convenience, 
if it fits the situation, he will, but. Okay. That's very interesting because I, I noticed that too, that scene where he was like, don't say anything. We can't trust him. And then he gives away the farm. Yeah. <laughs> really, so, so yeah, I, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought about that. Yeah, I guess, um, actually, I think we kind of agree on this. Like at <gasps> first, I know, crazy, crazy. Okay. At first it struck me as this, you know, maybe this concept of science versus faith. But then I'm like, you know what? Maybe he's just trying to take the easy way out. You know, maybe he's just afraid and just wants to just say, let it go and uh, and see what happens. Because that's easier than trying to figure out how to make this work. So I, don't, I have some suspicions there that maybe, it, like you, that it's not as much of a step of faith as it may be convenience. So. What if he turns his back on Lola and winds up trying to kill her? Hey, stranger Ooh. things have happened. Ah, yeah. it's a zombie apocalypse, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just so. a question. That would really be like. So. Uh huh. All right. And we Good said deal. it first here on the TNT podcast. There you go. Make a note. Make a note. <laughs> All right. You're up next. <sighs> okay. This has to do, my question is, should Alicia uh, really um, stay in dealings with Walker? And I know there's a lot of if ands, you know, he's got them by the throat at the ranch and Alicia has ulterior motives. I'm saying, asking if she should really trust Walker, as much trust as she's given him, whether that's a little or a lot, can't really tell right now. Because he was so quick to turn on her and say, you know, I never should have trusted you. And then he just like cut her by the throat in essence saying that he was going back and that he was going to kick them off the ranch. And she was like, we're not going to survive. But in the end, you know, Alicia wind up coming to a very good end. And he, it's like he was pouting like a little child. Yeah. The character Walker. We yeah. always have to be so clear what we're talking about. <laughs> um. So that's why I'm asking, should Alicia, Alicia really, whatever amount of trust she's giving him, continue on with that? Because he, like I said, he was so quick to just cut her off, literally. Okay. Do you know what he was also quick to do? Take that ride. What? To take, to take that ride at the end. He was awfully quick to take that ride. I wouldn't yeah. give him a ride. <laughs> That, you know what I would have did? I would have been like, yeah, are you thirsty? I then I might like sprinkle a little something out there. I'd be like, you look thirsty? And then I would have got back to the ranch faster than he would have and be like, oh, did you have to walk? I'm yeah. so sorry. Not sorry. I sure would have. I don't know if yeah. I would have given him a ride. I, I mean, I do, I do agree that he was, he was waffling a lot. You know, he's, yeah. he's going along with it, and then he calls her out on breaking his trust. But then he leaves and gets, you know, stomps off, and then, but then he's happy to take a ride. Yeah, so it's a lot of back and forth. So as far as should she be trusting him? I mean, in general, I think he's a trustworthy character. I feel like he, I feel like he is kept by his word for the most part. Maybe not. Maybe he d hasn't stood by his decisions. Like, I'm leaving, you know, I'm, I'm done with you guys. Oh, here's a ride. I'm back with you guys. Not that so much as as, as much as if when he makes an official deal, you know. Um, so I, I, I do think there, that he's trustworthy for the most part. But if he's going to let emotion or whatever take hold so easily then maybe that's not the person you want to put a lot of trust in. You got, you know, you want that stability. 
also of someone's, you know, character and emotion and, and you know, strong in themselves. So I'm, I'm kind of iffy still, on it, I guess. Tracy, I still would have left him on the road. Okay. He would have okay. got in my truck. I'm sorry. No. And I would have teased him the whole way back. <laughs> so no, no trust. Your answer is she should not be trusting him at all. No. Okay. All right. So you are pretty definitive about that. I'm, I'm still, you know, hanging on. Hanging I know. On. <laughs> I know, Tracy. All right. Um, this is a little bit broader okay. um, question. Um, Madison, her character. Um, I know we're not supposed to really compare to the original The Walking Dead series, but do you find yourself trying to figure out where she fits in, in in comparison to characters on The Walking Dead? Like, like, did you think for a while, oh, she's going to be, um, like, the Rick character, you, you know, as she becomes more and more to the forefront, do, do, you, try, do you find yourself saying, is she, is she going to be like the Rick of this show? Or, um, or then as she becomes more sort of impulsive, kind of and and cutthroat it, it it did take it took rick to get longer to get to that more that type of situation but shane was like that you know pretty early on and i've heard people compare her you know a little bit to shane so not so much who do you think she is but just i guess it's a simple maybe yes or no do you find yourself trying to fit her into some category like the original series I do. I do. Especially, I do. Especially after we got out of season one, I really mm -hmm. saw myself making a stark comparison. And that's funny. You went to Rick. I, I was completely on a different path and I was making her comparison to more of the women in the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, and it was inevitable because I couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on, uh, who she was going to become or, okay. who she, or who she was trying, who she was going to become and who she is becoming. How, okay. What I'm trying okay. to say. So I would have to say yes. And it's changing yeah. and it keeps changing. And then I catch myself and I say, well, she's her own person. Right. Right. Yeah. And so my own answer to that is I'm kind of like you, it, it's hard not to, it's just, it's simply just hard not to draw those comparisons because you're trying to, you're trying to figure these characters out and and so it's just natural to to try to compare and see kind of align them with certain characteristics and philosophies so excuse me so yeah I, I'm I, I, I do that as well so tell us out there folks do you do you draw those comparisons as well and if you do what do you think who? yeah yeah what are you thinking who are you comparing yeah. her to Right. I would really be interested to see what we get back. Yes. Yes. So, Alrighty. my last question uh -huh. has to do with uh, Daniel. Okay. And uh, my question is, why do you think uh, Daniel decided not to go back to the ranch? I know he said that, you know, Ophelia's her own person. I know mm -hmm. he talked about Ophelia's a grown woman, but the journey, his journey was, is she still alive? I've got, I've, I've got to stay, I've got to hold, hang on to this belief. He literally almost killed Strand because he realized that he was right. lying to him. And now he has the opportunity to meet her. 
see her, hold her, love on her. No, the answer is no. Yeah. That I'm not going back. So. Okay. Um, I think he. I wonder if he, if, I wonder if it's surprise, not surprise, because there's a lot more emotion than just surprise, but I wonder if deep in his heart, if he had convinced himself that she was gone, like he's desperately looking for her, but had he somehow in his heart said, you know, it's, it's too late, we're just separated, you know, even if she's alive, I'm not going to find her, had he, had he sort of settled on that to sort of protect himself, I wonder if, if that was going on, and then when he hears she is alive, it just sort of, you know, it shocks him, and he's happy, but yet he was, was he not prepared for, you know, this? And then to find out that she's done some ruthless things, like he, you know, has done before, that obviously seemed unsettling to him. So I think when you com maybe combine the, for real, you really, you have your sights on her, she's at the ranch, you know exactly where she is. I thought, it, you know, I thought this was hopeless, as much as I wanted it, but I thought it was hopeless, and then combine that with, you found her and now she's kind of a different person. You know, I, I think I think he's just um, hesitant and just maybe a little nervous about, it's been a long time. I mean, it, ha it literally it hasn't been that long, but maybe, you know, in his, emotionally maybe it's been a long time since he's been with her and maybe he feels like so much has changed and he had, you know, had lost hope that he's just, maybe just doesn't feel prepared yet to meet her. I don't know if that makes sense. But, um, so that's my scoop. I think, I think that he was, I think that he doesn't want to see her because he's created a monster and he's, she's become something or becoming something that he never wanted her to become. And so I think in his conversation with Walker, he realized that if, even though he tried really hard to keep that from her, she actually became him and she even i believe and correct me if i'm wrong she did mention that she was more like her father than she ever realized or said something to that nature do you remember that i think so yeah yeah i am my father's daughter after or so yeah so but yeah. but they're going to have a reunion anyway if yeah. if but you know in the apocalypse everything happens so we don't know if that meetup's going to actually happen but he's going to get to see her so that'll be interesting how that turns out and one more thing, I also think that maybe he's building it up a little bit too much in his mind that she's this, you know, awful, you know, doing these awful things. Because if you look back at the, the you know, this half of the season, she's expressed some regrets. You know, yeah. she, I think she told Nick uh, that, you know, they had that conversation about, I guess, was it about forgiveness and it was you've done things too. Uh -huh. But, um but you know, I think in general, she, you know, she was she was very upset when she found out how powerful the you know that it was anthrax, how you know how powerful of a dose it was. So I don't I don't think she ever went into it trying to kill people. She thought they were gonna you know knock knock them out for a while. So you know, I, I think there there is maybe an element of him feeling like she's really changed, but maybe she hasn't changed so much. I mean, we see her as this stronger character. She's definitely taking the reins and, you know, and being strong, but I don't, I don't think she's turned into this dark character of myself. Course. Because you're holding on to hope, aren't you? Oh, now she gets me. Yeah. Yes. Always, always holding on to hope. Australia will bite. Okay. Uh, 
granted. I will say that Ophelia, she did back up off of them when they were coming towards Nick, was coming towards her with the guns and everything, and she told them yeah. to hold on before she fired. But I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not ready to uh, throw it, throw in my towel with Ophelia yet. I think that if the opportunity presents itself, we're gonna see that anthrax woman come back. Okay. With that said, do you see that more in her or Madison? Because Madison is pretty ruthless. I know. I my my thoughts with Madison are that I still haven't figured out what her her game is just okay. yet. Because Madison, in my opinion, has made some very in her mind, they're calculated, but as me looking in, I'm just like, what are you doing? And yeah. so see, that usually winds up with, da, da, da. <laughs> we, I think we need to just add that as an official sound effect, the dun, dun, dun. We need to just, you know, include that, just drop that wherever <laughs> necessary. Um, okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that means I did it too much. No, no, I just, I do it too. And then I noticed you doing it and I was like, maybe this is the dun 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 podcast. <laughs> but anyways, okay, I digress. Okay, it's time to move on to our ratings. And I think I'm gonna say you go first this time, please. Okay. But I will say please. <laughs> Okay, so Tracy, can you explain our rating system, please? You, Tanish, our, all our new listeners out there. Right. You can give um, the episode up to five sticks of dynamite, five being the best episode ever. So you're going to tell us how many sticks of dynamite you think the episode earned this week. Okay. So for me, I gave this particular episode of 3.5 with the uh, sticks of dynamite. Uh, I did enjoy uh, Strand's interaction uh, with uh, Madison and uh, Daniel. Actually, that was pretty strong, and it was it was nice to actually see uh, Lola in this um, episode and actually get to hear her and learn a little bit more about her character and just be in the truck, going to a different place other than the ranch. It's always fun to see that. So mm -hmm. okay. Three and a half. All right. Um, I'm pretty close to you. I'm going to go with 3.75. And I did enjoy the episode. I, I definitely like an episode that's uh, heavy on the strand component. Um, so that was good. And I, I couldn't, it, it was at the end of the episode and, you know, we already talked about was it really realistic for Madison to give, you know, Walker a ride and all that? But but despite all that, just the the joy that they had, it was fun to see that joy, that oh I've got a ride and oh we've got this water and we made a deal. <laughs> they were like happy, you know. And I'm, I, for some reason, the buddy cop movie kind of like a, like, you know, a buddy cop movie kind of came to mind. That kind of <laughs> feeling, or a heist or something. I don't know. But they they all just it was fun to see them kind of celebrating that victory. Now, how long will that last? Is it really a victory? Who knows, you know, but I did enjoy that, that moment at the end. Um, and, and let's see if they make it back with the water. They still got to get back to the ranch. Yeah. They're not back yet. So, yeah. So yeah, we don't know how the whole deal is going to, going to actually go down, but um, they're hopeful and happy at this point. So I, I in particular, I enjoyed the ending. So 3.75. Okay. Yeah. 
And we also have a segment about our most explosive moment. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> See, there it is again. It work. It just works, people. It works all the time. Okay. Uh, would you like me to go first, or are you ready to jump in? What are we going first, then, Tracy? What most explosive moment? Oh, what does yeah. that mean? Uh, Our oh. new listeners. Yes, Tamisha. <laughs> wants, this is this is a lot of education here on this this version of the podcast. So we we share our most explosive moment, and it could be literally explosive. It could be um, just something very poignant that touched us. It could be something emotional. It could be a a, a, a turn of events, um, a plot twist. You know what what really yeah. what jumped out at us. So, yes. with that said, yes, who's gonna go first? I will. That's fine. I will go first. Okay. So my most explosive moment was the walker in the tunnel. Was not expecting oh, yeah. to chop it up, baby. We were having some walker meat tonight. Yeah. I said, because honestly, I really thought she was just going to kill it and then, you know, kick it to push it back in. Right. She was like, hand me that hatchet. Yeah. <laughs> she started chopping. I said, you know, Madison. Yeah, it was she intense. She handed the hand. Yes. Talk to the hand, baby. But so that was mine. I just was, I, that was pretty nasty. But yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was, that's, that's a good choice. And then when they did finally dislodge him and everything oh. came pouring out, yeah, he, there was, you know, the whole backup, which, you know, yes. just elicits all sort of, you know, poop metaphors right. and everything. So, yeah, that was, that Come was intense. Out. We have so many ways you could go with that. <laughs> <laughs> that that was intense. All right, good choice. I like it. All right, I'm going to go with um, more the literal this week with the explosion of the the truck. Yes. That um, yes. that Strand uh, made happen. So, um, I, I, and I went back and forth about. Wait, did he do that? Did he set that up, or did that? You, you know, it was so. It Who did so, you think did it at first? Just curious. Who did you think did it at first? Um, I, well, I, at first I thought, wait a minute, I said, wait a minute, he told her to step back. Did he do that? And then I thought, oh, oh, it's supposed to be the, the, the group of angry people that somehow they were able to manipulate the truck, whether when they were out at some point, I don't know. I don't know how they would have done it, but, but then I was like, oh, okay, it's supposed to be the angry group of people that want water. They're trying to sabotage the people at the dam, like maybe cause an explosion that will open up the break down the gates and then they can get in and, and take over the dam or something. So I, th I thought maybe it was something that they, I don't know, again, I don't know how, but maybe it was something that they had orchestrated. And then it comes around that, oh yeah, it really was Strand. So, they, I mean, they, they kind of fooled me for a little bit. But no, they got me too because I, I actually thought it was Daniel. But yeah, I could see that. Mm -hmm. Listen, he was like, I'll look the other way. And I was like, okay. Right. So maybe that wasn't, but it's still Strand. And then I was like, oh, okay. But I did, I thought it was Daniel. Because he was yeah. like, see, I told you. And I was like, okay, did you pull this truck up? So. Yeah, yeah. It was, that was just, I mean, it, obviously it was literally an explosive moment. But um, just seeing those, again, those alliances and deception, you know, it was always exciting, interesting. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Those are some good moments. That's funny. So, you What's said that? so. So, Tracy, that's a great. I said oh. that's 
funny you said so. Oh, so that's a great segue into reminding people where they can find our podcast again. Oh yeah, so many shows. Yes. yes. Yes, our new platform, ladies and gentlemen. So please be sure to tune in. Yes, so you can find us directly on the So Many Shows website when we post it. You can listen to it right from there. Or you can go to So Many Shows and subscribe and rate and review and tell us how you like it on iTunes. So there may be some other platforms that will be posted on. But for right now, you can go to the website and go to iTunes. So either way, you should be able to get to it. And we hope that you are listening Yes, and don't forget, we still have the fan art competition, yeah. so please log on to the site to see, because what? we will be posting some information. Yeah, about what you need to do. All right, yes. that's good stuff. I enjoyed talking is. to you, to me. It always is good talking to always you. Always a pleasure. <laughs> always. And so All right. I'm Tamish. I'm Tracy. I think we're out. Peace.